Eliana. This story contains a problem and a solution. Eliana was a mousy looking kid. Unlike most children at Cutton School, she liked recess better than spelling. As soon as the recess bell rang, she would jump up from her seat and run out the door. There were big signs in Cutton School on every floor. No jumping down the stairs. Eliana never seemed to notice the signs. She jumped down the stairs. Some children took two the, took the stairs two at a time. Eliana took them ten at a time. That was on the way down. It was funny. She never seemed to be in quite the same hurry on the way back up. There was another sign at Cutton School. No cutting across the grass. Eliana must have never seen that one either. She cut across the grass, ran up to Daryl, the yard teacher. I want a green ball, Eliana said. The green balls were the best. Well, I'm all out of the green ones, said Daryl. Okay, then I want a red ball, said Eliana. The red balls were just about as good as the green ones. They didn't bounce as high, but actually sometimes you don't want a ball to bounce too high. Well, I'm all out of the red ones, Daryl said. Do you have anything left? asked Eliana. Eliana meant anything besides the yellow ball. There was one yellow ball at cut in school, and Daryl was always trying to get rid of it. It didn't bounce, and it never went the way it was kicked. Anything at all? asked Eliana. Today's your lucky day, said Daryl. I have one ball left just for you. The one and only yellow ball. No thanks, said Eliana. Oh, come on, take it, said Daryl. Why don't you ever have any green ones or red ones? asked Eliana. I do, said Daryl, but by the time the other children ask first, or by the, but the other children ask first. By the time you get down here, they're all gone. But that's because I have to come all the way from the 30th story. How do you expect me to compete with kids from the first or the second, she asked. That's why I saved you the yellow ball, Daryl, said Daryl. Everybody wanted it, but I saved it just for you. I bet, said Eliana. She took the yellow ball and bounced it on the ground. It stopped dead with a thud. She stepped back, ran up, and kicked it. It went backwards over her head. She didn't bother chasing it. Instead, she played hopscotch with Amber and Amala. She thought it was disgusting. The next day, Eliana asked Mrs. Mitchell if she could go to recess early. Why? asked Mrs. Mitchell. So I can get a green ball before Daryl gives them all away, said Eliana. I'm glad you have a good reason, said Mrs. Mitchell. Yes, you may go, but first spell Mississippi for me. Spelling was not Eliana's best subject. By the time she finally got it right, she was five minutes late for recess. She jumped down the stairs, cut across the grass, ran up to Daryl. There were no green balls left. There were no red balls left either. However, there was still the yellow ball. Eliana played jump rope with Amber and Amala. It was no better than hopscotch. So Eliana's problem was to figure out a way to get a green ball, or at least a red one. You already know that this story also contains a solution. Eliana figured it out. See if you can too. Remember everything you know about Eliana, Cut in School, and Mrs. Mitchell. Hint. The next day, Eliana brought a cream cheese and jelly sandwich, some nuts, and shredded cheese in her lunchbox. Here's what happened. Just before recess, Eliana smeared the cream cheese and jelly all over her face. Then she stuffed her mouth with nuts and hung the shredded cheese from her nose. And when she closed her eyes, she looked like a dead rat. Maddox was in on the plan.
Mrs. Mitchell, there's a dead rat in the classroom. <gasps> Mrs. Mitchell was very put out. I want that dead rat outside immediately. When Mrs. Mitchell said immediately, she meant it. Eliana instantly found herself out on the playground. I want a green ball, she said. Daryl pretended he, didn't, he hadn't heard her. May I please have a green ball? asked Eliana. Daryl gave her the green ball. I don't know how you did it, Eliana, but you were first today. When Mrs. Mitchell found out that Eliana and Maddox had tricked her, she sent Maddox home early on the Ridgewood bus. Eliana threw the green ball on the ground. It bounced 50 feet straight up in the air, and then she caught it. You don't like me, do you? she asked Daryl. Sure I do, said Daryl. No, you don't, said Eliana. Yes, I like you. No, you don't, Eliana insisted. Yes, I like you. I really do, said Daryl. Are you sure, said Eliana. Yes, said Daryl. Don't you believe me? Hmm, I guess so, said Eliana. Do you like me, asked Daryl. You bet. You're my best friend, said Eliana. Terrific, said Daryl. I always wanted to be best friends with a dead rat. Sylvester. Sylvester skipped up the 30 flights of stairs to Mrs. Mitchell's class, and he was grinning from ear to ear, from nose to chin, from the here to there, and back again. Hey, Sylvester, Jack shouted. Glad to see ya. Jack was a pushover for smiling faces. Mrs. Mitchell heard him. She wrote Jack's name on the board under the word discipline. But when she saw Sylvester's smile, she put the marker down. Good morning, Sylvester. What are you so happy about? Sylvester just grinned and shrugged his shoulders. Mrs. Mitchell smiled. Trabdog looked at the smile on Mrs. Mitchell's face and, and then at Jack's and then finally at Sylvester's. Then Trabdog smiled too. His smile was almost as big as Sylvester's. They were buddies. Once this, they saw the two of them smiling, the rest of the class started couldn't help but smile. McKenna had a very cute one due to her two front missing teeth. Nobody had an ugly smile. Junior came to school late. He was very upset, but the first thing he saw was Sylvester's smile, and he felt a little bit better. Then he saw McKinley's toothless grin, and he even began to smile a little himself. But when he saw this piano on Sylvester's face, he fell laughing onto the floor. Everybody started laughing, even Kayla, and she hardly ever laughed except when someone hurt themselves. The whole room seemed to be laughing, not just the people in it. The board chuckled, the ceiling snickered, the desks were jumping up and down, the chairs were slapping one another on the back, the floor was very ticklish. It laughed until the walls turned purple. The waste paper basket started to sing, all the pencils stood up and danced. Finally, things began to settle. Mrs. Mitchell wiped her eyes and said, Sylvester, why don't you tell the class why you're so happy? At least let us know what we are laughing about. But Sylvester just kept smiling. Ah, oh, come on, Sylvester, said Eliana. Tell us. Sylvester didn't say anything. He couldn't. His mouth was stretched out of shape. Let us guess, said Mitchell. If we guess it right, will you tell us? Sylvester nodded his head. His smile began to hurt his ears. Everyone took one guess. Have you been swimming? Is it your birthday? Are you in love? Did you get a green ball? Nobody guessed right. At recess, Sylvester was still smiling. Dale, the yard teacher, called, Hey, Sylvester, come here. They walked to the far corner of the playground where they were alone.
What's up, Sylvester? Gerald asked. Sylvester just smiled. Come on, Sylvester. You can tell me why are you so happy? Sylvester looked at him. He said, You need a reason to be sad. You don't need a reason to be happy.